Hey there, gang. This is Toby, host of the podcast Prioritize. I know that everything you listen to and every YouTube video you watch always has that, hey, gang, like and subscribe. Right. Why you no like and subscribe? No, no, no. I, that's that's my thing. I, I don't want to pressure you into liking or subscribing to anything, especially if you don't get value from it. Why you no get value from this? Well, uh, what I'm trying to say is if you like it, you're welcome to subscribe it. Otherwise, we shoot you and bury you in desert. No, no, no. We're not planning on doing that. Fine. We just bury you in desert. No, we're not going to shoot you, and we're not going to bury you in the desert. Why we do nothing? Well, I'm just saying, if you like it, you're welcome to subscribe, leave a comment or something like that. This helps other people find it as well. Right. We need your help. Otherwise, we shoot you. No, no, we're not going to do that. Fine. We do nothing. This is a stupid show. Welcome to another episode of Prioritize. Be accomplished while you drown in lists. It's difficult to juggle your responsibilities. Husband, father, brother. It goes on, but your energy doesn't. You pondering what I'm pondering? Prioritize what's right for you, not what's left behind. This is Prioritize with Toby Baker. You'll have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. As am I. I too am, well, I'm wearing a little more than a towel. Greetings, gentlemen and ladies. This is Prioritize. Here we discuss prioritizing faith, family, relationships, and more. I am your crazy white, formerly fat host, the Baker Boy himself. Welcome to the show. Today we are prioritizing. He was just gone. Uh, And I'll get into that in a second. It's been several weeks since uh, I posted this. Just so much going on. And unfortunately, my podcast fell in terms of priorities. Uh Oh, oh, he went there. Yeah. Did you, did you see what I did there? I was using my term priorities for the podcast. Okay. I don't know if you picked up on that yet. I think you did. I think you did. Cause you're a smart guy. You're a smart lady. You know what's going on. I don't have to explain all this to you. You got it already. Yeah. So there's a lot been going on. Now we're in the summertime. Uh, things certainly do not slow up for us over here. I'm guessing they do not slow up for you over there. Uh, in fact, in some cases, I think the the summertime, I'm pretty sure the summertime goes faster than the wintertime. I know it's supposed to be like six months and six months, but it feels more like, I, I don't know, just shorter, I guess. I don't want to get in the math of it. My head hurts. Uh, it, it feels feels more like one month of summer, probably because there's so much construction going on. We have like four seasons where we live in Indiana. So there's fall, winter, spring, and construction season. Does it work that way where you are, where you're listening, where you live? That's that's a lot kind of how, how it is. Um, fall, winter, spring construction. Right now, that high part of construction season, there is dust and pollen everywhere. My allergies are going crazy. I'm constantly drinking water. I got everyone and the brother looking at me. If I accidentally sneeze, oh my, oh my God, he's got it. He's 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 got it. He's he's right into his mask. Oh. Probably a little overdramatic. Uh, I mean, sometimes you get that. You remember the days? Do you remember? Do you remember the days where, like, you would cough into your into your sleep, or even your hand? God forbid. Oh, you would cough in your hand, and then people thought, "Huh, allergy season." No, today they think you're dying of some wearing disease. Now, if you don't cough into your shoulder, fifty feet away from everybody else, it's like you're trying to kill somebody. Do you ever get that feeling? Maybe it's just me. I, I don't know. 
my wife tells me sometimes I can be a little bit overdramatic. Only when I'm really excited. I'm excited to be back. There's a lot of good podcasts uh, on the way in. I appreciate your patience with the Baker Boy himself, being that we've been going through just a lot over here. Appreciate your emails and comments. Nobody died. That, that didn't happen. Nothing nothing like that uh, at all. It's, all. it's been good. Been good stuff. Good stuff over here. I hope it's been good where you are, too. Uh, drop me a line sometime. Let me know how it's going over there. Uh, you can shoot it on over to me, that's M-E, as in the pronoun me, at uh, tobybaker.life. Uh, or you can go to the website, tobybaker.life, and, uh, you know, say hi. Hey, we like it when people say hi, just like Aaron Mankey with Lore. Uh, neat podcast. You haven't heard of that? That's a good one. We're prioritizing today. He was just gone. We have a graduate in the house. Uh, he just went through graduation ceremony. It was incredibly difficult for my wife and I. We're not, we're not necessarily empty nesters, but we're we're nesters with with a couple of eggs left. We got one that's uh, second year in college. We have another. Um, we have another one who's already done with college, and then finally our our youngest one who had just walked the plank, walked the stage. He just walked the stage, and he is um, now, he's not graduated, man. It's its really odd. It's odd to think about. It's odd to say. It's odd to, to see the name on the program of those people who are graduating. There's your son's name, and you're like, is that, this can't be real. Am I dreaming? Because yesterday we were just picking him up from his first day of kindergarten, and now he's saying, I'm going to be home, like, I don't know, 1, 2 a.m. We sat him down and we said, look, I'm curious to know if you guys do this where you are. Uh, from here on out, you no longer are required to shoot us a text message. Let us know when you're coming home. We would appreciate it. It's not like we're kicking you out right away. It's not like we're saying we don't care what happens to you. Of course we do. We're always going to care. We're always going to love you. We're always going to be rooting for you. You no longer have to have this overwhelming feeling that I need to make sure that I'm home by nine and that mom and dad know where I am constantly. And it, I mean, we weren't the helicopter parents to begin with, but we got to be even less so now, in my humble opinion, for whatever it's worth, because dude's graduated, man. I remember being that, you know, the, the graduate and like, okay, I got to get out of here. I'm hopping in the car. I'm not stopping until I reach Angola, Indiana. Going to go visit all the friends. Going to be there for the summer. Love you, Ma. Love you, Dad. You know, I'll, I'll see you in a few months. Do you have a graduate in the house or getting ready to walk the uh, the stage? Walk the plank. <laughs> I don't know. This is something to work through on a few different levels. Uh, as a parent, you're very excited. You're, you're, you're very, um, I don't want to say anxious. Because I'm not supposed to be anxious uh, about anything, but you, there's that little bit of angst, like what happens next, and what what's he doing next, and what's gonna happen next, and you've had the conversations, and you've gone through the scholarships, and you've talked to the military recruiters' offices, and you know, like what's what's the choice gonna be? Good, solid choices. You want their future to be bright. They gotta wear, you know, so bright they gotta wear shades. You want their you want them to have some kind of direction that they know where the next step is going to be. Not that they got to have it all figured out. When we were talking with our boy last year, we said, look, this is the last year. really need to be looking at what happens afterward. What's the next step? We were not trying to impress upon him that as a 17-year-old, you better have the rest of your life figured out, by golly. Not like that at all. 
we did impress upon him that it is incredibly important to know what your next step is so you don't just fall down once you step out of high school. Have something in mind, all right? It's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be perfect. I'm not perfect. The hair is really good. Oh, I wish you could see it. But the rest of me, a long way to go. We impressed upon him. Just have a, a next step in mind. You don't have to have perfectly. Nobody knows what's going to happen, uh, you know, 20 years down the road. I don't. I know of nobody who is still in their same profession of what they what they wanted to do when uh, they were getting out of out of school. I can't remember which other podcast I talked about this on, but do you do you know what uh, I wanted to do after high school? When I went to schools for hotel management, I am not in hotel management today. That was a long time ago. It was way different than what I had expected. So we wanted our our you know our young man, our boy, to be thinking, okay, the next step is uh, no, you know X Y Z. We just wanted them to give it some thought. In the graduation season, we've attended a couple of graduation parties. It has fallen heavy on my shoulders, these things that we used to do together. And now he's he'd be some grown folk. And uh, I, I wrote this uh, essay, got it up on the blog, on the website, tobybaker.life. And with your permission, I'd like to go ahead and, you know, share this with you right here and now, if that's okay. There used to be this chubby little boy running around the house with a bucket on his head and using the cat as a pillow and the dog as a blanket. His cheeks were like that of a chipmunk. It was all you could do just to keep from pinching him nonstop. I woke up this morning and the little boy was gone, vanished into thin air. We looked high and low. We checked iPhone locator dots, messenger location, Google Maps. We used the cat in the hat's calculatus eliminatus method. We stumbled upon his Tumblr account, read it out loud, and even asked the mayor of Foursquare, but all for naught. He was just gone. I honestly do not understand how something like this could happen. I was certain we kept better tabs on him than that. It's similar to those times when you walk into a room for a certain thing, and five minutes later, you're still standing there in the center of the room wondering, why are you there? And what were you searching for in the first place? As strange as this may sound, that very thing happened to this child of whom I speak several years back. We were in the theater, and I asked him to run and grab another bag of popcorn from the pantry. Ten minutes, I kid you not, ten minutes rolls by before I realized that neither the popcorn nor the child had returned. I had to go in after him and retrieve the scrumptious necessities myself. For when I arrived in the pantry, there he was, peering outside at the neighbor's dogs. It was good that I went in anyhow, because we also needed a fresh bag of Flaming Hot Cheetos. Where'd he go? Where did he go? He was the kind of kid with a ball of energy just waiting to be opened by Pandora, and when the seal had cracked, oh, look out. His baby picture had him propped up with a bright smile on his face, fists clenched and staring into the distance in preparation for his very first TED Talk. We can't seem to find him. I thought perhaps he was out in the garage next to the heavy bag where we would box and listen to 90s rap music and talk about the many corollaries between life and boxing. 
that there was only a pair of gloves and, and some wrist wraps. Perhaps he was in the yard running through the sprinkler with his cousins. He used to do that all the time. But when I turned the corner, there was no Nick. The sprinklers looked like they hadn't been used in years. They were dry, rusted over, and lifeless. He would, on occasion, play hide-and-seek in the basement, but couldn't find him down there. Couldn't find him anywhere. He wasn't in the attic, and he, he wasn't screening anything in the theater. He wasn't binge-watching the latest episode or series of Gotham. He'd, how does one just disappear like that? Joyce reminded me from time to time he would retreat to my office to play video games on the Mac and watch some funny stop-motion Hulk videos on YouTube while battling his Hulk action figures about. And when I opened the door to the office, the lights were dim. Screens for the Mac were turned off and no child sat before them playing some silly games. There were no Hulk videos running in the background and no little guy duking it out with some green action figures. The silence was deafening. There was a pain in my heart with a void of laughter and giggles that once stemmed from a child sitting in my seat. The chair wasn't twirling in a dizzy spiral round and round again with a young voice calling for my attention inquiring about dinner. The chair was still. There was no flipping through the channels or watching a rabbit hole YouTube link video and switching to an entirely different video only seconds into it and then repeating. It was just silent. And he was gone. Joyce, through searching all around and about and through the house, had found someone that looked like, looked like him up, upstairs in Nick's bedroom. When I reached the top of the stairs, I met a young man who vaguely resembled our, our little boy, but with all vulnerability was far older and looked almost nothing like our missing child. This fine young gentleman was tall, well-dressed, and wore a long black gown with a light sheen and a square cap with a golden tassel dangling on the side. He smiled and asked me, Well, what do you think, Dad? It sounded like him. Surely it did. But his hair was thicker. His voice was deeper. And he was somehow older. He held a diploma binder in his left hand and a katana blade clenched proudly in his right fist. I honestly didn't think he needed it. I mean, come on, let's be honest. They mail you the diploma within a couple of days. So what was he going to do with a diploma binder? The blade, however, that was obvious, and you being a bright and intelligent blog-subscribing individual and a, a well-read scholar, I needn't even get into the specifics of the need for the katana blade. You probably already know everything about that. But who was this guy? And where was our son? Where's the kid with whom I would have played catch in the backyard and kicked the soccer ball on the field and, and wrestled to the ground? Where's the little guy I used to throw her out of his bed and, and claim his mattress as my own at bedtime as, a, as another opportunity to wrestle him and bear hug him? Where's the kid I used to tuck in a bed so tightly at the end of the day that he could barely move and, 
As I would turn to make my exit, I would hear a slight giggle and a bed squeak and a ruffling of the covers. I would then turn quickly to discover he had shot his foot out from underneath the tightly wound covers, requiring us to begin once again, laughing the whole time until we got yelled at by mom. Apparently, that young child, to whom I have referred several times, is is all grown up, standing before us at attention with style and then some, ready to, to take on the world headstrong and sure of his next steps. I only wish I were as confident in my own. We were told all our married life that we should take every moment to enjoy them while they're young, because one fine day we'll wake up and they'll be graduating. They were right. We both did our best to suppress their aging process and keep them small and huggable and throwable, but in the end, after looking high and low in all the regular places, our little boy had vanished, leaving in his wake a fine young gentleman well on his way to the next chapter in this book called Life. But then again, that's just my humble opinion. 